Lori Lightfoot, the city's first black woman and openly gay mayor, is now the first in four decades not to win a second term. Instead, former CPS CEO Paul Vallis and Cook County Commissioner Brandon Johnson are headed to a runoff election on April 4th. WBEZ political reporter Mariah Wolfel is here to break down the results. Good morning, Mariah. Good morning, Mary. So Paul Vallis made out with 34% of the vote last night. He got 70,000 more votes than the second place finisher, Brandon Johnson. That's a pretty significant gap. What was behind Vallis's success last night in your view? You know, Paul Vallis ran a very on-message campaign. He ran a tough-on-crime campaign, you know, at a time when Chicagoans experienced the most violent year in a quarter century in 2021, as you know. And, and he continued that message in his victory speech last night. Public safety is the fundamental right of every American. It is a civil right. And it is the principal responsibility of government. And we will have a safe Chicago. We will make Chicago the safest city in America. I mean, you heard it here. Chicago will be the safest city in America if Dallas is elected. That's the promise he's making. Um, He also had a very clear lane to victory in this race. He was the only white candidate as opposed to his 2019 failed mayoral bid where he was one of six. And this year, he was one of just two candidates running to the right of Lightfoot. Brandon Johnson got 20 percent of the vote. He's a Cook County commissioner who started this election with pretty low name recognition. How did he overcome that hurdle? So the endorsement from the Chicago Teachers Union went a long way for Johnson, bringing in foot soldiers and funding, you know, around $2 million from the CTU and the American Federation of Teachers. Here's a very celebratory Johnson last night. A few months ago, they said they didn't know who I was. Well, if you didn't know, now you know. You know, we should also note the question of this campaign has been who would be the progressive favorite, Johnson or Congressman Jesus Chuy Garcia. And Lightfoot spent a lot of time attacking Garcia at the start of this campaign, um, which may have ended up paving the way for progressives to really line up behind Johnson. Johnson and Vallis are such different candidates. The city does have a clear choice here about what direction it wants to go in. What is the runoff election going to look like, do you think? You're exactly right. You know, this is a CTU-backed candidate in Johnson versus a school choice charter school candidate who's brought in money from the wealthy Republican establishment. Vallis is endorsed by the Fraternal Order of Police Union, whereas Johnson has previously said that defunding the police is a political goal, though he's shied away from that on the campaign trail. I predict it is going to be an ugly and dark month ahead. Um, We got a taste of that already last night. Here's a little bit of what Johnson had to say. This is the truth about Paul Vallis. He has literally failed everywhere he has gone. In fact, Paul Vallis is the author of the tale of two cities. He is backed by the same forces who have done nothing as crime has paralyzed our city. So uh, Johnson not exactly pulling punches even on a night where he's declaring, you know, a kind of victory. 
not at all. Um, this is the most contentious matchup we could have seen. And for his part, you know, Vallis did not talk about Johnson in his speech. Instead, he largely stayed focused on crime. Um, and I think he's betting on that alone, getting him into the mayor's office. Uh, it surely got him a third of the vote last night. But the main question here is, can he attract any, you know, Lightfoot or Garcia voters with that message alone in the runoff? Of course, we're going to be watching how this race unfolds in the coming weeks. One thing we know for sure is Lori Lightfoot failed to win a second term. Where'd she go wrong? Lightfoot leaves a complex legacy. She has some major policy achievements, bringing a casino to Chicago, making the extension of the red line financially viable, starting the city's first 911 co-responder pilot program that sends mental health experts out with police. One progressive political strategist told me this is one of the most impactful mayoral terms in modern history. But The election results send a clear message that demeanor matters to Chicago voters. Um, You know, Lightfoot's been criticized for her less than poised dealings with people like Governor J.B. Pritzker, State's Attorney Kim Fox, the Chicago City Council, the Teachers Union. I could go on. But at the end of the day, this was a mayor who dealt with an unprecedented number of challenges, including a national rise in violence and a global pandemic at the same time. And I do think that's, you know, as much part of the story of her loss. Residents also voted for city council in the city's 50 wards last night. What did we learn about the future of the council? Here's what we know. Uh, 14 ward races are undecided and potentially headed to a runoff as of early this morning, late last night. Um, We also learned that incumbency is the winner in this election, at least in city council, um, not a single incumbent who was elected in 2019 has lost, at least yet, because some of them do look to be headed to a runoff. In the 12th ward, though, we did see a mayoral appointed council replacement, Annabelle Abarca, lose the seat she's held for a couple months now. And in other big news, the 14th ward is getting its new alderman for the first time in five decades after the retirement of Ed Burke. Um, a progressive candidate, Haley Gutierrez, took the race against a Burke ally. And as we know, Burke is under federal indictment. WBEZ politics reporter Mariah Wolfel with analysis of last night's uh, Chicago municipal election. Thanks, Mariah. Thanks, Mary.